0: Sri Gopakumar continued speaking to the brahmin. I then asked Narada, O Lord, are the deity forms of the Lord eternal, full of knowledge and bliss, as is the form of Lord Jagannath, the master of Nilachala? Although the Lord is one, during His pastimes He appears in many places and in many different forms. If one renounces piety, fruitive work, yoga, and other things like them and gives all these things up to worship the Deity, what fault is there? Why do we hear from the Puranas so many statements minimizing the importance of Deity worship? These statements certainly cannot be rejected, for they come from the mouths of great souls. Sanatana Goswami gives the Srimad-Bhagavatam 11.2.47, 3.29.22, and 3.29.24 as examples of scriptural statements that minimize the importance of deity worship. Hearing my question, he who is the guru on the path of deity worship stood up, embraced me with great happiness, and replied. Srinarda said, I have already explained that the deity forms of the Lord are the same as the Lord Himself. Deity worship is very glorious. They who, aware that the deity is the Lord Himself, worship the deity, even though they neglect other duties And even though their worship is not sincere, do not fall down. They have no faults. Their merits are very great. Their devotional service is thought to be the greatest. They attain a very great result. By seeing the Deity, by worshipping Tulsi, or by once chanting or hearing even the reflection of the Holy Name, one may attain perfection. Sanatana Goswami explains that the worship of Tulsi begins with watering her and bowing down to offer respects to her. How can there be any fault with the worship of the Lord's deity form, whose form reminds one of the Lord, who is properly installed with mantras, and who is the object of all activities of devotional service? They who worship the deity of Lord Krishna never offend the devotees of Lord Krishna. If somehow they do offend them, the devotees do not take offense, but rather praise their attachment to the Lord. They who consider the Deity as different from the Lord Himself and think the Deity is made of stone or some other material, worship the Deity of Lord Hari but do not respect the Lord's devotees disrespectful to all and proud of their worship, they rebel against the Lord's commandments in the Vedas. They are the least of the devotees, their intelligence is slow, and they will not find the fruits of their worship. Although the transcendental fruit of their worship is greater than the fruits of all ordinary pious deeds, they do not attain the real fruit that comes from service to the Lord for this reason, saintly devotees criticize their method of worship in different ways and in different places. Sanatana Goswami explains that the real fruits of devotional service are love for Lord Krishna's lotus feet, attainment of Lord Krishna's planet, seeing the Lord, and enjoying pastimes with Him. Although the statements of the Puranas and other scriptures condemn them, don't think everyone who worships the Deity form is like them. If they do not abandon their worship, then by the mercy of the Lord's devotees, who see the good in others, all the faults in their hearts, purified by their faith, will be destroyed, and in time they will become great devotees. After enjoying what they desired, materialistic devotees, by the power of their devotional service, in time, attain the real fruit of their service. Sanatan Goswami explains that material sense gratification is insignificant in comparison to the result obtained by devotional service. Because in this way, one does not immediately attain the fruit of devotional service. Pure devotees criticize the first result of materialistic devotees' efforts. They who are devoted to the Lord's lotus feet think the real result of devotional service is the bliss of always seeing, enjoying pastimes with, and serving the Supreme Lord in many ways. They cannot bear even a moment's delay. The Lord also cannot bear to leave them, even for a moment. In comparison, the fruits of all other desires are very insignificant. Liberation is easily attained, but devotional service is not. By the mercy of devotional service, the Lord is controlled by His devotees because it destroys His independence. The Lord does not bestow devotional service easily. I think that being under the control of His dear devotees is not a fault for the Lord. Neither does it make Him unhappy. It brings Him great happiness. It increases His glories, which begin with His love for His devotees. Sanatan Goswami explains that previously Nārada Muni was relating the opinions of others. In this verse, he gives his own opinion. Eclipsing His independent bliss and other glories, the Supreme Hero, Lord Krishna's being under the control of His dear devotees, is the greatest of His divine glories. From the perfection of loving devotion, comes great ecstatic love. Gazing at the truth, that love eternally dances in the kingdom of great bliss. Although externally, this ecstatic love may show signs of great suffering, this suffering is not real, for the Lord would never allow His dearest devotees to suffer in that way. Sanatana Goswami explains that these devotees experience great bliss, a bliss that eclipses the happiness of Brahman. With external eyes, seeing this bewildering condition of great love, people in general have no desire to engage in devotional service. They laugh at the devotees. The Lord does not give loving devotion to them. Loving devotion is very difficult to attain and the pleasures of swargaloka and other celestial planets are very easy to attain common people cannot attain a chintamani jewel although they may attain a glass or sometimes a golden trinket sanatan goswami explains that in this example the chintamani jewel is loving devotion the glass trinket is the pleasures of Svargaloka and the golden trinket is impersonal liberation. Sometimes, to a wise and extraordinary person who wishes it alone, the Lord gives devotional service. We are not able, nor is it proper for us, to describe the nature of this ecstatic love. In the same way, it is not proper to describe scriptures that glorify the activities of the Lord's service to fools. They who serve the mellow of devotional service understand the sweetness and glory of that ecstatic love. By the Lord's mercy, you, staying there, will also quickly understand it. Sanatana Goswami explains that the phrase Staying there means staying in the land of Gokul. Sri Gopakumar continued, These words greatly increased my yearning to see the lotus feet of Sri Gopal, the Lord I worshipped. Not noticing that at that moment, I, filled with a desire to attain that love, was thrown into an ocean of lamentation He, comforting me, said, Swinarda said, Although this great secret should not be told in this place, made talkative by your anxiety, I will speak. Sanatana Goswami explains that in this place means here, in Vaikuntaloka. Not far from here, Lord Ramachandra's city of Ayodhya is splendidly manifest. Far from that, the city of Dwarka, which is like the beautiful land and charming city of Mathura and is very dear to Lord Krishna, the Lord of the Yadus, is splendidly manifest. Go there, and with a glance worship your beloved Lord. Sanatan Goswami explains that the Harivamsa affirms that Dwarka is like Mathura. First, hear the way to go to Ayodhya, a way approved by they who taste the nectar of service to Lord Ramachandra's lotus feet. Although by directly worshipping Lord Krishna, the origin of all incarnations, everything is obtained, I will now describe how to attain the nectar of the lotus feet of Lord Ram. The hero of the Raghu dynasty. As you meditate on his form, virtues, and opulences, which are all described in the Vedas, glorify him, beginning with the words O husband of Sita, O glorious lord of the Raghus, O elder brother of Lakshman, O lord, O dear master of Sri Hanuman. Sanatan Goswami explains that some other names used to glorify Lord Ram are O delight of Kaushalya, O son of Dasarath, O elder brother of Bharat, O friend of Sugriva. Lord Ram's virtues begin with his shyness and humbleness, and his form, holding a bow in the hands of his strong arms, is very handsome. In this way, the great devotees attain their worshipable Lord. Even the slightest scent of the Lord brings great happiness to they who have placed their faith in Him alone. If, when you see Lord Ram's lotus feet, your desire to see the Lord remains unsatisfied, Lord Ram Himself, His heart melting with compassion, will happily send you to Dwarka. Glorifying your Lord, as the scriptures prescribe, you will go there and see your beloved Lord, handsome Sri Krishna Chandra, whom you long desired to see, surrounded by the Yadus, Koshala, Dwarka, and many other places or provinces in the kingdom of Vaikuntha. Go now, and do not wait for the Lord's order. By the order of He who knows what happens in everyone's heart. I have come here. Know that his order has come through my mouth." Sanatan Goswami explains that the Lord told Narada, O Narada, go to Gopakumar and in a secluded place fulfill his desire. To show mercy to a great devotee, the Lord has gone somewhere. You will not be able to tolerate any delay this is the right time for you to go. Sri Gopakumar concluded, Hearing this, I became very happy. Again and again I bowed down before Sri Narada. I took his blessings and meditated on his instructions. Then I left.